0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Audio frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is wrestling death and is scheduled for one hour, maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears, first from a place called Barneston. He is the
2: Pyramid.
1: It's going to be the funniest
2: show ever because I'm all about the comedy
0: and the money, money baby. how much in you can pay? Mind.
1: And his partner? <laughs> and his partner <laughs> from the of Stevenson.
0: From Mech Echo City to Beef community centre. I've got stories that are going to blow your mind.
2: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft on this one of the most historic weeks in the history of the sport that we like to call professional wrestling uh, I am joined this week with a very special guest A very special guest that came on in, in, in a week where CM Punk came back into the wrestling scene who better than the best uh, CM Punk tribute performer uh, that there is out on the circuit today Chris Toll hey. is back um, from our sister show Football Daft Celtic daft as well, yes.
0: Aye, Celtic basketball
2: daft. daft occasionally comes on onto basketball daft to me as well.
0: And rounders, rounders daft.
2: Rounders daft. Uh, Chris, what a weekend in the yeah. in the sport of professional wrestling, the art form.
0: To go from such a high to such a low in such a short space of time was quite impressive. But we need to touch on the big one on Friday, mate. Have you ever heard a reaction like
2: that in your life? No. Warn you that CM Punk coming back would be a big deal, right? And we've all worked we've all walked it out in our head. Maybe he would run into on a show, you would turn up by surprise or something. The way that Tony Khan and CM Punk executed this return is is one of the most perfect executions of a return like that I think I've ever seen.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we all moan that there's no surprises in wrestling anymore. We all knew that he was coming, but it doesn't necessarily need to be a surprise for you to be able to build the anticipation perfectly. And then just what it all fell into place because he owns his own name, he's not coming in as Jimmy Punk or something like that. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? It would
2: have been he's... amazing if he had to came in as Jimmy Punk. <laughs>
0: they're not, they're not, uh, they have still got the rights to cult a personality. And they they like you said they just executed it perfectly. The his promo was magic as well, and just the wee nuances that he brings in, like just sitting with his legs basketed, everybody's like, "Oh, we're getting a new pipe bomb here, your belter. Yeah, but he's like you said, they just they they executed it perfectly. I I had the kind of feeling that in real life, like Punk might be a bit of a dick. Do you know what I mean?
2: Aye, but, well I think that's that's the word that goes around, right?
0: But he's cuddling all the fans and all that He looked like the happiest guy on earth And do you know what, It's hopefully we see the best of him Because I think we'll be touching on it later in the show There's a lot of, lot of first time matches that we're going to be able to see here now that he's in
2: With CM Punk, there has been that thing where you know he has a bit of a reputation and stuff And you wonder if that's just, in an industry like wrestling A guy who knows his worth is probably going to get a bit of a reputation You know what I mean? Uh, And you could see there, there was a genuine connection with the fans. It was an honest moment. It was a genuine, honest moment. And I think it speaks a lot to the philosophy of the way AEW operates as well, how they executed it, because the WWE would have done it differently. They would have done it in a way that probably frustrated the fans or kind of disappointed the fans or swerved the fans a wee bit. They would have done something tricksy because the WWE, seem, there seems to be this kind of weird philosophy there in WWE right now where they don't really give the fans what they actually want. They don't do that. Whereas AEW, are doing the opposite? AEW are going, what would be the best thing to happen? What would a wrestling fan think? Oh, I want this to happen here. And then they do and nobody's disappointed. Nobody's disappointed when that happens.
0: It's as though Vince is trying to sabotage WWE before he decides to get up. So it's, that a, it's, it's strange. It really is strange. I mean, you look at you even look at SummerSlam at the weekend there. Some of your top talent is in throwaway two-minute matches, you know what I mean, on, the, on the second biggest pay-per-view of the year.
2: Now, eh, for anybody who signs up to the Patreon, there is a video review thing where I talk about the weekend, we've got a wee kind of video up there where I'm just kind of talking to all the shows, so I won't go into it too much here, but just to say, like, I mean, honestly, like, fuck SummerSlam, SummerSlam was a total footnote this weekend for me, WWE have been mercilessly for the past four or five days trying to stick up, you know, tweets saying, you know... Shocking returns, biggest you know, biggest shocks ever. Not with Becky coming back and Brock Lesnar coming back, and they just they just didn't match up. Le- Lesnar comes back every four months. You See, know what sorry I
0: mean? for interrupting you, mate. See what you were saying a minute ago about them executing it perfectly. They've totally done the wrong thing with Becky Lynch because I think her going over Bianca Belair so quickly is going to work against her with the crowd unless they want to. They have her in as a heel.
1: She's wanted a... a heel. Do you want? She said she's coming in as a heel.
0: Right, okay, well that's alright then Because they're going to get the booze that they expected Because they've buried the fastest up-and-coming like, Young female talent that the company's got
2: But regardless, whether she's coming in as a heel or no You, you don't put your big babyface champion Who has won that belt and has went through all that And you, you've built this big story around her About everything she's went through to get to that spot And to win that belt And then put her on her ass like that You, don't, you just don't do it
0: No, definitely not
2: You don't do it It might be, you know, it's if if you make an argument that that's them trying to get Becky as a heel, I don't buy that. On that night, that wasn't what they were doing there. I don't she, buy it. She
0: wasn't she wasn't playing the heel either. No, you know what I mean. So, I, I think if their long term plan is to get her over as a heel, then they've done the right thing to begin with, right? But what like you said, that definitely wasn't her playing playing any sort of heel character. She so she was she was always going to get cheered when she came back. Aye. I th- I think that they've. They've maybe done it wrong Done it the wrong way Why not it's, I don't know Take Or even add Becky To the, the triple threat It's not even It's over Charlotte For the belt or something You know what I mean it, I don't
2: know It's a weird one No, We have to address something here Obviously Grado is no here This week We need to uh, We need to acknowledge that uh, Unfortunately Grado has Sometimes he has Really bad diarrhea He had a bad bout it Last year as well He was off for a show Because his diarrhea Was really bad He's got the same situation uh, the night his diarrhea is really bad, and he was going to try and do his show, but he was having. We would have to run off all the time and all that, and we just don't get Chris. And uh, Chris is much more uh, profound and intelligent. Than get, Grado. Get,
0: get, some, get some of my verbal diarrhea on the go.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 right, let's see what the punters are saying uh, in response to Grado saying that his most funeral was the first show he promoted. Martin says if Gredo didn't exist, humanity would have to invent him. It's true, and it? he's like a comedy character. We love him. We miss you, Grado. We can't wait until you come back next week when you're when your arse dries up. Richie says, something tells me that the Bray Wyatt releases a work, and Vince will probably bring him back as the fiend full-time. He fucking talking about Richie, shut up. Um, Dar Shinobi says, uh, carries on Love Island chat, he's talking about Love Island as if it was wrestling. He was saying if he was to book the Love Island final, he would have Millie win it. She kisses Liam on the cheek and steals the money. Now, what actually happened was uh, Millie and Liam did win it, and they shelled the prize.
1: I didn't realise when I was watching it right that it was like that happened at the end that was a complete swerve is it
0: like like golden balls where they need to decide if they're taking all the money
1: a
2: wee bit it's just something that was in the format originally where it's like oh and have you been kidding on are you going to just take all the money and all that bit it means nothing now that and, 50 grand and, and, because and,
0: it, aye, I was going to say, how much is it? I didn't know how much it was. 50
2: so. grand, and they're going to come out and walk right into fucking, you know, marketing deals that are worse. I,
1: I guess if they did a heel turn at the end of Love Island, like, uh, they wouldn't I mean, get the, the, the market, you know, they wouldn't get the market and the nightclub appearances aye. at the end of I'm it, not, you know?
0: I'm not having that, mate. I think if you do the heel turn, you get more money. I do
1: agree you with that. I agree with aye. that.
0: Definitely. But no one's ever done a heel
1: turn on Love right, Island, right, have they? Right. Eric Bischoff right. said it,
2: controversy creates cash.
0: Exactly. Remember, uh, would you call him Nasty Nick for the first big brother? That's yeah. right, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I mean,
0: nobody, nobody remembers anybody else apart from the guy oh, that won Craig, it in Craig won like, it no, That's what I say, apart from the guy that won it in him. Yeah.
2: But, but also, also, if Millie had done it, if Millie had done what this boy says here, uh, and took all the money and stabbed the guy Liam in the back, she wouldn't have actually been a heel she would have been like a monstrously over baby face because he had kind of done the dirty on her in Casa more. anyway imagine if Toby
1: ran in with a chair that's what aye. you want to end the Love Island like proper wrestling antics like fucking you're <laughs> bat- that lassie for five comes back into it fucking thing <laughs> you're the <laughs> fucking winner drop, back
0: body drop right into
1: the pool I feel <laughs> like that's Love Island has
2: crested its wave and is on the way doing now oh and really aye and
0: well, introduce a bit
1: of wrestling to let's have a fire pit match. Fucking Aye. last one survives. You can't gets do the You can do it.
0: Everybody G- in a cage, the last one pumped. Gets, <laughs> gets, well, gets goes thrown off the island.
2: <laughs> um, G says, G got in touch and said, Rab, do you not know, think it's quite telling how WWE treat their talent when absolutely every single one Barrier Undertakers and John Cena badmouths how they're treated? I wonder if WWE will have anything big planned for SummerSlam. Well, they did have some big things planned. One of the th- big things they had planned was completely fucking or one of their baby faces that they've been pushing for months. Um, following on, if you're talking about long shows and last week's show, Bronze Cello got in touch, says, he remembers one show in Birmingham they taped two weeks of TV. Explosion, dark matches, matches for a one-night-only pay-per-view. Same night that Billy was winding up Grado about phoning Madonna. Billy Corgan. Winded, I don't know if he was winding up Grado. I
1: don't know what was going on there. Um...
0: I would no,
1: great, did Grado not get the letter? That was something uh, Yeah Grado, a... Billy tried to put it From what I can remember is And what Grado's told us on this show Is that Gred, Billy was pretty much New Madonna and put in a phone call to her But she was still not having it
0: right, Well I've got one for you Why didn't he use his sway as her pal To say, Madonna Would you, you mind if the smashing pumpkins Covered like a prayer? And she say, yes well that's fine Billy Corgan and then they cover Like a Prayer, and Grado changes his gimmick to this kind of grungy guy and comes out to the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> version. You like a prayer?
2: Amazing idea. Oh, the Smashing Pumpkins, they cover Like a Prayer, and it's just exactly like Grado's one.
0: <laughs> it's like,
2: I mean, Billy Corgan's singing in that woman's voice, and that. No. There's one guy that can sort all this out, and we know who this guy is Tony Khan. There's only one Tony Khan.
0: Yeah.
2: There's only one Tony Khan of the Madonna hang Andrew says I sent a tweet to the podcast about Grado and my mum Pamela before but this time it's even crazier my mum made a chippy for Mick Foley Undertaker
0: there you go I mean, now,
2: a, what's the story, story behind that
0: she must work in the blue lagoon under the human's umbrella
2: maybe that could be what it is uh, Craig says that asking Alexa to play Grado's theme song has resulted in the Jaws theme tune blaring through the huss. <laughs> what would
1: that be? Hold on, let me try. I've got an Alexa here.
0: <laughs> Alexa, great.
1: play Grado's theme.
0: Ah, oh, John, your connection's Melody
2: album version. Oh, no, it's not working. Is that stolen, Alexa? Have you, have you knocked somebody's Alexa? It started playing Unchained Melody.
1: Alexa, stop.
0: Hey, Good song. Madonna.
2: Pablo's Vault of horror gave us mere visual material as I, you know, you know, Rab loves it. As he flags up a picture and Albion Rovers team that appears to be all the same height apart from the manager who is a giant and captions it the anti Vince McMahon who <laughs> wants the more oil them all tiny, of them. And this is an amazing picture. It's it's the Albion Rovers team and they're and beside a giant manager and they all look, they're all the same height as well. They're all like it's as if it's been doctored. It's the weirdest
1: thing I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> so they are. <laughs> but, I mean, Chris, you're
1: uh, now being overs, man. Who's that manager?
0: That's, that's me and all my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I oh, look at that team. match for the early 80s, John. How am I meant to know that? Uh,
2: right, Before Chris's time, here, Neil get in touch with another 40 just saying that Brock Lesnar with his new ponytail looks like an onion. He does?
0: i seen that. That was uh, that was um, online. Somebody put that online.
2: Um. And a lot of people noticed this as we continue our wrestling on football lookout. And Martin Taylor got in touch and said that Arsenal were playing cult of personality at half time in their game. So somebody's right up to date with what's going on, and we have reached out to the Arsenal DJ who has been playing the wrestling themes, and he's going to pop in for a run in next week. Can you believe that? Really,
0: know. You know, what about that? Hello, do you,
1: think, Chris? You
0: what do you, think of that, Chris? Need to message him and tell him to play like a prayer at half. Well,
1: 30. that'll be the plan. That'll be the plan, Chris. We all know that Grado will be back next week and try and get himself over to have Arsenal run out to like a prayer. And we know if that happens, we're never, ever going to hear the end of it.
0: Can, so me, that... can I play Dirty Laundry? That used to be our, our entrance music in ICW. Dirty Laundry by <laughs> we'll just take. It, like... it.
1: We'll just take requests for them. We'll take requests for the Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Right, Chris,
0: Chris. Yes, mate.
2: Last week, right? Mm-hmm. We had a, a riddle came in for grade, right? A Matt riddle came in. Neil right. got in touch with us, right? So see if you can work us. Which wrestler is this? Are you ready?
0: Uh-huh.
2: At the hole in the ground, brimming with water, with a hooked ear of corn, I am covered in oil and sizzling in a pan. Who am I? Oh, at, at the hole in the ground, brimming with water, with a hooked ear of corn, I am covered in oil and sizzling. In a pan.
0: Right, so uh, a hole in the ground brimming with water is a... Ah, oh, fucking
1: hell. It's not a lake, is it? Do you know I'm the way... Uh, Rab, have you worked this out? Because I've got the answer. A right. uh, lake. Um, a quarry. Play at home, everyone.
0: Quarry? It's
1: not quarry, no. Um, lock. Hole in the ground.
0: Hole in the
1: ground. So. A hole. No, no, no. Bigger hole. Deeper hole. Well. Yes. Oh,
0: right.
1: Brimming with water.
0: Well. Well, well, well. Well? well
1: a wrestler starting with well? What well! It?
0: Well, does <laughs> Well, it's a big show! <laughs>
1: Uh, There's a coin is brimming with water The well is brimming with water So if it's brimming, what is it up to? Full top. Think again, you're on the right, the right tracks top. top Well top No nope. Well Well well.
0: You've got a red-up job on your hands here, John Boyd.
2: Well full Well filled <laughs> well. Brimming with water
0: right, Let's move on to the second part Hold on
2: with a hooked ear of corn. I can't even think of a wrestler who starts with well. well.
1: It doesn't necessarily start with well. Uh, buff Bagwell. <laughs> as a as, a, as what's a
0: what's
1: a hooked ear of corn? A cob. Oh, there's there's one there's one as well. Well, cob. Something, something Cobb something. but I hope everyone's playing along in the car or you ever listened to this podcast Game Co- Cob. well, Cobb
0: well ben, Cobb well paid Cobb Jeff Cobb
1: <laughs> well, no, Jeff. It's, not Jeff, it's not Jeff Cobb no no get up you're going to have to tell us uh, have to... Wait,
0: wait what's the next part I am covered in oil and sizzling in a pan a sausage
1: it's not a sausage. It is not well-cob sausage, that favourite Resler. It is not well-cob sausage. I'm
2: covered in oil and sizzling in a pan. Bacon. It's not bacon. Covered in oil and sizzling in a pan. Black pudding. White Saute. pudding. Well-cob black pudding. Saute.
1: No. No. What What do you do when you sizzle something in a pan? What is that fry. protein? Fry. Yes. Fry. Yes. You've got well-cob fry.
2: Well-cob full fry. Full, well well full cob fry. <laughs>
0: Rub. This is a fucking. Is this a wind-up?
1: No, what? no, yeah, no. This is this is Neil's riddle. This is Neil's riddle. What? What oil pan? It's not water cob, oil pan. No. He works out of Japan. Sorry, this <laughs>
0: right, John. You're going to, need to, Go tell, it to tell
1: us. Mate. Well, I can. Do you want me to spot you, or should we throw it out to the listeners and see if they can get it for me? Right,
0: but tell us. Right, out. Okay. Out. Okay.
1: Right. All right. I will tell you guys. All the listeners, you've got to get this clue for next week. Ground brimming with water with a hooked ear of corn. I am covered in oil and sizzling in a pan. Let's up a sausage. No, it's not buff- Welsh sausage, flat. no. Something flood. Jim right. Cornette. Brimming with water with a hooked ear of corn. I am covered in oil and sizzling in a pan. I will tell Rab and Chris the answer now as we take a break.
2: And if you oh. want to get... Well, we've just heard the answer to that. If you want to... Eat, it's wild, you'll never get it. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just random wrestling related... I
0: don't stuff. I don't think the wrestler who is named in it would get
2: that right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Instagram, Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. you need to cut that bit down, John, because we sound really fucking stupid there. Now, every week we separate the bad for the good in the wrestling, That what makes you carry in cross Peter. the what makes you Norman <laughs> Smiley. That's your best one yet. Well done, Thank George, you filter. very much. Right. So I am going to put over the, surprise, surprise, the return of uh, CM Punk to AEW and how that was presented. I also want to put over just, just AEW's production. Um, there's a video online just now that shows you what it was like in the gallery when they were directing it live. G- ready, camera four. Camera four. Ready, camera five. Go to five. Ready, it and it's beautiful the way they put it together. And also from a production point of view, and AEW just, just the fact he comes out to cult a personality, and then you know Jungle Boy comes out, and then it's like oh, 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 oh. and you've got all this. You know, actual songs playing. Aye, then
0: it Moxley. Makes it, then makes Moxley plays. Yeah, as well. and then
2: he's coming out to Wild Thing. And it, make, it makes the show feel big time. It feels like a big time production. Um, So I just want to put our AEW, I want to put our Tony Khan. I also watched the press <laughs> conference. I watched the press conference with CM Punk and Tony Khan. And CM Punk's Danny's chat, charismatic, answering the questions and stuff like that. And Tony Khan's sitting there with just this big grin on his face. You know what I mean? Loving it, enjoying it gain support to the guys beside him and CM Punk I think is a guy who needs a lot of um a lot of friendship, a lot of kind of solidarity for the people that he's working with and he's obviously getting that. So there's only one Tony Khan I put him up. Anything you want to put up particularly, Chris?
0: I I'd just like to echo exactly what you said. I think that this signing of CM Punk is a game changer. I really do think it's a game changer. I think I know friends who fell away for wrestling over the last few years. that have seen CM Punk are back. They are going to be watching AEW religiously now.
2: Well, Chris, I know I know six people that signed up for Fight TV last week. That's just yeah. in my circle of people I know.
0: Exactly, you know, and even if it even if it's just for that one that one week, or or you see how long it goes. Even if they fall away from it again, they they generated revenue and stuff like that. That's going to give to AEW and then put them on the front foot even more. I mean, it's, people were
2: at least going to hang in, I think, to see his first match. Aye. You know?
0: It's Without a doubt, especially, they couldn't have done it better either, uh, picking who that he's going to go against. No. You know, I mean, Darby Allen is a huge fan favourite. CM Punk's a huge fan favourite. It's going to, to a, to a lesser extent, all right, but it's going to have that kind of Hogan-Rock kind of feel to it when they two of them square up at the start. You know what I mean? It's, there's going to be some of the crowd that are still behind Darby Allen, but there's going to be a lot of the crowd that are behind CM Punk. There's just I... no
2: doubt in my mind, Chris, that people tuning in to see, oh, I heard CM Punk is maybe coming back tonight, right? When that shot happened, or CM Punk's in the ring, mm-hmm. and then he mentions Darby Allen, and then it cuts, and Sting and Darby Allen up in the rafters looking down, looking cool as fuck, man. Aye. You know what I mean? And it was such a powerful image, because it, at the same time, what it did was, it broke to mind... The days of the Monday night wars—it brought it to mind. it did, man. It brought to mind the days of the Monday night wars and Sting up there still looking as fucking good as ever, man. You know what I mean? Still looking as good as ever. Then that Moody hang up in the rafters, and then you get this young boy beside him who is fucking like punters that haven't watched wrestling in a while that come in and tune into at your wrestling. That's exactly the kind of guy you want to get in front of their eyes. Is Darby 100%. Allen? hundred percent. Do you know what
0: it's like? It's kind of like a bit of uh, uh, Rick and Morty or something. There two together. guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you've got you've got that kind of protege kind of thing. It's, it's him, but...
2: total book genius putting the two together because I would never have, I, I'd never have came up with that. I don't think. You know no. what I mean?
0: That's why we're not billionaires. When I sit
2: and blast that, mate, is it? Well, it. <laughs> uh, Mark,
0: Mark, <laughs> says... yeah, I, don't, I don't see any of them having a wrestling podcast straight to you. Fuck True. you guys.
1: You've <laughs> got any buddies? Not got any buddies, boys? got any buddies? Oh well, uh, we've all spoken I, about this,
2: but, 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 but the, the main hang is is the Becky Lynch segment, yeah. and also that Miz and Morrison segment on SummerSlam as well.
0: Oh my Christ! That, you've just reminded me of
2: what, what the I f- skipped that. What the fuck is that? Because it's not even I, I. understand the fact that they've been doing this thing with Miz and Morrison where they've been going about scushing people and all that kind of. I get it, right? They've been doing that for a while, but you don't pay that off by having a slightly larger super soaker. Back in the fucking day, the WWE would have had a fucking fire truck in there.
0: I don't know, mate. I think they're going back to the golden era. Do you remember when the Mountie traded in his cattle prod for the bigger cattle prod?
2: Aye, well, that's well, that's <laughs> exactly what it felt like. You know, it was like ridiculously cartoonish when you could have had a hose in there and had them getting fucking... Sp- and, instead, you had that thing that the WWE seems to be doing every fortnight where somebody's fawn about in something. Like even Rollins was doing it when he go to the he got the brood bath the black stuff right because they didn't know to do the blood
0: because yeah, they
2: didn't know to do the blood and he's having to like stone up and slip and fall down and stone up and slip and fall down and stone up and slip and fall down looking like a fucking idiot and then Miz is getting squished in the face slightly with a fucking water pistol and is falling down and stone up and falling down and storn. you're like what the fuck are we watching?
0: Mate, I'm done with it. <laughs> Honestly, I do you know. I don't know if you maybe need to cut this out, but I I can't watch it anymore. It's insulting my intelligence now, and I, well, I just
2: well, Chris, this is interesting you are saying this because I'm going to put this out there to the audience of wrestling daft right now, right? I want the audience of wrestling daft to tell me this. How would you feel if we went AEW and if we if we fucking cut WWE to the picture? Oh we can't cut W. John, just... John. I'm asking the audience. I'm not asking you, John. Because there's a lot of promotions out there. There's NWA. There's AEW. There's Impact. Mm-hmm. There's fucking New Japan. There's ICW. There's Fuck stuff me. going
1: on in Britain. Remember who we've got on this podcast, Rob? We get me fucking struggle to get them to watch WWE. Can you imagine saying, "Great, what you watch?" New Japan. Fuck no, me. my point just is, my
0: point gave, is this.
2: My point is this. Why should we be talking about WWE? Are they are they worthy of being spoken about? No. The the Fuck. the, the, Re- the Reigns and the Reigns and Cena match was great. I thought. Rollins, I that. And
0: Rollins and Edge was good And Rollins
2: and Edge was good But the Reigns and Cena match I love Reigns stuff Where he was like You know where He was talking into the camera And talking to the Hollywood execs And all that kind of stuff I love all that stuff Right All that stuff works really well But I'm no sitting through Fucking four hours Of a show for, for one Two good matches And And shake my head All the fucking time Like what the fuck are they doing And feeling like Chris said Like my intelligence has being insulted
1: but what about Walter versus Dragonoff? That was fucking one of the matches of the year. I don't know. I know, but it's still WWE and that I was d- incredible. Ab- did you see it, Rob? I
0: did see it and you know what. love... I, I, again, but you need to touch on the fact that's uh, it's that's more indie. That's not WWE if you know what I mean. It's they're coming for WWE NXT UK, which is it's essentially like their their obviously it's their, their UK home. But they're not, held, they're, they're not held back the same way that the wrestlers and, and the main roster and stuff like are held back.
2: No, but I'm also going to say something else about that, John. They guys are hurting each other. Aye. No. It depends what you're wanting for wrestling. Here's what I love about wrestling. I love watching a fucking Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart match, right? For example, which looks brilliant and is exhilarating and exciting. And they two guys are trying to keep each other safe and no hurt each other. Right? And I love that. And CM Punk is coming back. And CM Punk, you better believe it, is going to be working with people that are going to help protect him and make sure he stays healthy and that he's not getting too hot in the ring. Right? And I watch a match like that fucking Walter and Dragunov one, and I kind of go, that's kind of cheating a wee bit. Because these guys are just fucking leather on each other in places. You know what I mean? And it always gives me a weird... There's a place for that. Obviously, I love fucking Japanese wrestling. I love all Japan. I loved it when you would see you know, Kabashi and Kawada going at it with each other and proper fucking strong style leveling each other and all that, right? But that is not a realistic proposal in a company like the WWE. It really isn't. You know what I mean? I almost feel like these matches exist in a weird fucking bubble. There's no way Walter will go up to a, a Raw or something and have the matches. It's not going to fucking happen. Mm. And I'll tell you why it's not going to happen. Because the stars are only going to go into the ring and go, hey, you can just fucking hook me about. They're not going to. You know what I mean? And they shouldn't... You watch AEW, and I guarantee you, when you watch this Punk and Darby Allen match, and even it was interesting in the press conference when CM Punk says, you know, Darby Allen's fucking coffin drop, that dive he does, right? That hang. He's like, how do I don't want to take it. You know what I mean? He says, I've seen him do that hang. I, I don't want to take it. It looks fucking sore. It looks like I'm going to get... It looks like I'm going to get hurt if I do that. You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting to see how these matches work. I feel a wee bit... I don't get as excited about these kind of Walter matches as other people do because... To be frank, on the indie scene you see matches like that a lot. Am I right, Chris? You see them a lot, matches like
0: that. I you do, but what I would say is rather like having been there and seen that, I, I know that these guys are the safest houses. So I know, I know, but Chris,
2: they are laying it in heavy on each other. It's like an agreement they've got with each other. They're maybe looking after each other and they will know why to do each other critical harm, but they're still fucking hurting each other and they're like, you know, they're no they're no working the same way a fucking Bret Hart would work yeah for a that fucking...
0: was that was my point that I was trying to make they're not held to the same restraints mm-hmm. that the main roster wrestlers are held to and that's that's the reason why that match stood out because it was so different to everything else that weekend on WWE it
1: was great I it, loved was.
0: it it was I great.
1: Loved it. I loved it Big Walter is fucking brilliant. He's my favourite wrestler in the world right now. Just batters people. Sla- no, no thrills. Just batters people, and I love it. <laughs> hey, your
2: favourite wrestler world, in now. the world right now? You like you would watch him ahead of a uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. Yep. Ah, uh, uh, John,
1: you're after your heat. You, you're the ingredient the ones always going about with big guys and old school and like strong style. rap like you're so into the Japanese wrestling. I, just, he just, what?
2: I am. Um, oh, nothing. I love him. I am into the Japanese wrestling. Like I say, it's like all Japan, Kabashi, Kawada, Masawa, when they were doing all that stuff. But the, the, the whole fucking company was wrestling that style of wrestling. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: I'll tell you that now. See if there was any chance to see Nakamura versus Walter with the gloves off proper. You know what I mean? I, Oh, that would be brilliant. That
1: would be fucking brilliant. Have
0: you ever seen Nakamura versus Big Demo?
1: I've not seen that match, no.
0: Right, they they wrestled on Rev Pro, I'm sure it was. If you can try and get a hoddy, get a hoddy. They knocked the living fuck out of each other. And every minute it was brilliant. What a story they told, man. So there is a place for it, Rob. But there is a place
2: for it. There is a place for it. But I just kind of think, like, I never get too... I never get too excited about a match like that because it's it's the matches that manage to to make you leap your seat while working within the fucking restraints of the Aye. of the you know wrestling every couple of nights wrestling on mainstream telly all that kind of stuff because you know these guys these guys have these matches regularly on on, on the indie scene and I get it you know I get why people are excited about it because it's it's one of the things that makes you go fuck it looks legit and it was exciting and it's fucking all the way through oh. Oh, and I—I I would rather watch that than watch a a fucking a Ricochet and Will Ospreay match.
0: I I, don't, I, I get t- your point. I do get your point. What I need to say as well about SummerSlam is who is it that's in Vince's ear telling him that we want to see Goldberg?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's mystifying to me. He still—I—I I couldn't get my head around what even was going on in that match. Really, I think
0: he injured his knee when he went for the the. Uh, Jack think It was legit,
1: legit though, man. that was, that no,
0: was I, yeah, think, wow. I, think, I think it was legit, man, because there's no really? way they're calling I. There's no way they're calling mm. that match off. There's no way they're calling that match off the way they did. They would have had Lashley end him properly in the in the unless he said he's no it Which is a, a possibility and it might have been a work, but I, I think that it's either when he went for the Jack sorry, or when Lashley went to throw him across the ring, remember? And Aye. he kind of landed near enough directly on his head. I think he said a wee bit. He's bell wrong there a wee bit as well.
2: So. Aye, maybe that's uh, so what I was thinking. I was wondering if it was. However, I will say this: right, I'll say this. I thought Goldberg looked fucking great. I thought he was in brilliant shape. So you know, I but I just hate when a match ends, and I'm and I'm in that zone where I'm like, was that a real injury? Or was that a hang me? Was that a fucked up finish? Or was that a light? Like, but why they are they have using to, they have to call an for audible, that? or they. I know I don't get it obviously with his son coming in at the end obviously that you know that was planned so I don't I don't I,
0: get it I know and then you're seeing that his son has come in and his son's been assaulted and the first thing you think is fuck this is not over and I, you know what what's happening after this is this going to go on that surely this is not to build they've not used SummerSlam to build a match for Crown Jewel somebody needs to tell me that they've not done that
2: it's possible
0: because come on that's SummerSlam is right behind WrestleMania in terms of the grandiosity, of the pay per view, right? Fucking Jewel, Crown Jewel is a it's a hyped up house show, basically.
2: Aye.
0: You know what I mean? Aye. So why are they building a Crown Jewel on their second flagship pay per view of the year? I I don't know. Man. I
2: don't know, but also. I think as well That maybe There's an element Of the WWE Have looked at Goldberg's son And I know he's only like 15 or something like that But they've went He's going to be a fucking big boy Aye (laughs) Do you know what I mean They've definitely done this Because obviously You know They've got the thing going on With Dominic Mysterio as well Um, Listen Here's something else I want to put over Before we go any further It's fucking ridiculous How How good And how fast Ray Mysterio still is I know It's
0: fucking ridiculous There's only one Better than him I know one, which other
2: battling him now? And it's Ray Phoenix. It's just... because What age is he? What age is he, Mysterio, now?
0: I, th- I believe he's 123. <laughs> it's just unreal. You know what I mean? Because... no, uh, oh, no, he's, he's 619. <laughs> <laughs> yes! There he is, there he is.
2: Right, there punters, punters. Uh, uh, Jimbo is uh, putting our versus Dragon off match of the year. NXT match of the year, possibly. <laughs> Going to be fucking hard with it. Nobody in anything this week. What a weekend to be a wrestling fan! Punk, WWE desperation, some crack matches, NWA UK. Give me more yet now, says Jumbo. Jumbo wants some NWA UK action. Wesley wants to put her Kaylee Ray joining NXT, and Walter has match at NXT Takeover. John wants to put her CM Punk debut in an AEW. What a pop and promo! And wants to bury Nick Can. Now let me clarify: that's Nick Can of WWE. He doesn't know what's good for wrestling, and is not even a fan. Just when the next. Releases coming for you. Don't get involved in all that stuff, John. Don't stress yourself out with that. Tex wants to put her Brock's ponytail. SMJX wants to put her Punk's return on Rampage. Walter versus off the Takeover. And wants to bury Bianca getting squashed in 30 seconds at SummerSlam. Genuinely switched the show off after that. I mean, there you go, Chris. Yep, told you. It was a scunnerer. Craig wants to put her Edge's entrance at SummerSlam and the massive pop that gave him a six-year-old son. It was absolutely buzzing when he heard the music hit. Buddy fuck all, because it's been a good week for wrestling fans. Were you?
1: Was anybody else raging that they didn't go full brood? Like, right, I was pissed off. At you like, you stopped midway down and uh, Metalangus came. Yeah, up. I was pissed off. I was. This. I wanted them full brood. I playing. was.
0: I was more gutted that Gangrel wasn't there. I, I was
1: fucking Gangrel, Gangrel, Gangrel wasn't
2: there. Like, uh, they could have got Gangrel in. exactly just to come up the fucking lift.
0: Aye, you know what that's I mean? it, that's it, just to come up the left have, have they're ready, laughing they press the button, there just there to press the button And then, <laughs> then Then take a drink of what I could only assume Would be like uh, Chinese gravy Now because they're not allowed to use I don't blood, to
2: do the blood. And,
0: and spit that into the air That would have been the game, Tremendous. Uh,
2: they missed it, but this is You know, you don't kind of feel that like everything WWE does now It just feels about half arsed, it feels like They'd never go the full fucking shilling with it You know what I mean, this exactly. isn't off Exactly Particularly with the budget, they've got
0: oh, f- fucking high haku, haku turned up on AEW a couple of weeks ago. Aye. know what I mean? If Aye. you can get Haku, you can get Gangrel, for fuck's sake.
2: I'm hoping AEW get Robocop in at some point. To to <laughs>
0: Fre- Freddy Krueger.
2: <laughs> uh, Craig wants to put her... Um, oh, no, G says everybody will have gone for the same, but by far the best pop I've ever heard in wrestling is going to be CM Punk's return. and wants to bury WWE in their usual disastrous booking. Ten years on since CM Punk's infamous pipe bomb, and it proves true as each year passes. Calzo wants to bury and Cross's new gear. Oh, my. Gave him a leather helmet uh, to they protect you from a fag burn and put all the AEW Chicago crowd. What a pop. What's happening with Carrying Cross, boys? Uh,
0: they've, they've took away Scarlett. Uh, what are they doing? You and I spoke about this the last time I was on. Uh, they're a money couple in wrestling
2: oh. for me. Oh, 100%. Oh. We were talking about and this was when they were still together, and we were like, they... They're going to fucking go places, and was did WWE Day,
0: Splitting them up. And another thing I need to touch on as well: the last time I was on, we were asked who we think would be world champions. You said Nikki, and since that then and now, she's had it and she's yep. she's dropped the title. So, a big congrats out to Nikki for that one, man.
2: Amazing, aye, amazing. And uh, that video, you, you did you see on a uh, on Twitter the video where just looking at the SummerSlam arena and aye. stuff like that? I mean, it's just fucking unreal, isn't it?
0: It's tremendous. And like I said at the time, there's nobody that deserves it more. I I don't know anybody that works as hard as her,
2: And she's one of the nicest people as well. You know what I mean? Like, it has no bullshit, that fucking gimmick, by the way. It's like. like... um, Sean wants to put her the return of Brock, Punk, and Lynch and wants to bury the majority of SummerSlam, especially the Bel Air versus Lynch shite. And this this shouldn't be happening. Like, Becca Lynch shouldn't be coming back and everybody talking about how shite the bit was. I know. That's a fucking disaster. It's a catastrophe. (laughs) <laughs> Absom has got lots to put out but I'm not going for the obvious ones says putting out Reigns trash talking during the SummerSlam main event beautiful his apology to the Hollywood execs was hilarious once they Barry Punk's music cutting out big return after seven years and it doesn't even have his music no it was perfect what are you talking about it was perfect it cut out when he was doing it at the ring it was like he was going, and then you knew he was going to speak aye um,
0: that's because it took him nearly three quarters of an hour to get to the end of the ramp a personality of only
2: on for three minutes and 40 seconds or something. It says here, they knew, so Absalom says they knew his entrance was going to be long, so they should have had his music on repeat like WWE does. Even he looked confused. Slightly spoiled the moment, no fucking hold on here. You don't do anything like WWE does, right? No. the reason why that all felt natural and all felt honest and all that was because of things like his music playing out and suddenly he was standing there in silence. Yeah, and he was, and then the thing, crowd were was taking over that, again. That's
0: it. He wasn't standing in silence when that music stopped. It was CM Punk, CM Punk yeah. again. You know what I mean? It's, it was it was natural. It was Orbeani. which you
2: needed because CM Punk gets in the ring and a wee a wee a few moments later, is delivering one of the fucking best bits of promo that I've ever heard for a wrestler. Which was when he says, "I heard you, I heard you." I thought that was fucking brilliant. I thought that was fucking brilliant that he was saying all the times, all the nights. For all the years that people were chanting CM Punk, he heard that. It was beautiful stuff. Some beautiful boy. stuff. Some, Some boy. boy, by the way, be one boy, you Some boy be one boy. Spray Paint Scott wants to put um, The Scott's been released all at once. That's my sitcom, which is coming on Monday nice. 6th of September on iPlayer from 10.35pm at night. But watch it on BBC One Scotland as well to help the ratings, help us get another series. Uh, but he wants to uh, Spray Paint Scott wants to bury the BBC iPlayer for not being accessible for people outside the UK. However, we could tell you about ExpressVPN, which could help you with that. Dave wants to put her Tony Khan, only one Tony Khan, and CM Punk for the magical moment he created on Friday night. The way they allowed the anticipation to build by hinting but no confirming resulted in one of the greatest pots of all time. Dave is still buzzing. Callum wants to put her Brock's Ponytail and Roman Reigns for just being excellent at SummerSlam. And he wants to put her getting AEW plus for two ninety nine through Roku rather than the 499. I paid fucking 499 for that back in the day. And wants to bury the terrible Becky Lynch one. Do you want us to want to see her tear the roof off this place? She says, and then that—that was brutal. Like
0: all they had to do was have
2: a match, Chris.
0: All they had to do was have a match. That's a good point. uh, makes a Um Do you want us to see? Do you want to see her tear the roof off this place? And then she finishes her way. All of a sudden, a new finishing move that the commentators all know the name of.
1: Yeah, I know. I noticed that as well. I
0: mean, Um, obviously, she did a
2: slightly heelish thing where. Bianca Belair went for the horn shake, didn't she?
1: Yeah.
2: And then Becky Lynch took the horn shake and then attacked her. So obviously there was that. But she was always... That doesn't mean she's playing heel. There's always been Aye. her character as that
1: anyway. You know what I mean? Becky Lynch is like Stone Cold, isn't she? She's like yeah. the female quite like Stone Cold, isn't it? And that's what Stone Cold would do.
2: Uh, Tizer, <laughs> Tizer Manelli, sorry, wants to put her GBX being Tony Can marks. Wonder if big George will get a standing ovation when he walks out. Was he talking about you? Oh, GBX Anthems, the first dance. The the show is called. That's on Friday, third of September at swg Glasgow. Uh, George Bowie, two hour set for George Bowie. If you can uh, enjoy that, Ian wants to. Hit <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Only joking, George. Ian wants to bury a big carrying cross with that big mad bondage helmet on. He looks like the Gimp for Pulp Fiction. At least Axe Smash and Crush looked cool in back in the day, and that's true. Uh so a lot of stuff to put over and a lot of stuff to bury this week. Well wrestling's great again. Wrestling is exciting again. That is. Now it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a running. Come on, talk wrestling, talk nonsense, talk whatever you want. This week we've got a big return. He's from Ireland. He's a wrestler. Seamus? What? He's a wrestler, right? Is it Seamus? No, it's not Seamus, I'm afraid. It's Chris Jack. He's back in the building. Do you remember he had was it a journalist gimmick? A yeah, dark sheet she- writer. Dark sheet yeah. writer gimmick, right? There's only one
3: Tony Khan. Etc., but he
2: seems to be a good guy, seems to be a good guy, knows what he's doing. He does. This is the world's uh, most popular Tony Khan fan cast. (laughs) Uh, welcome on, Chris. How are you doing? I'm not too bad at all. I'm not too bad at all. Thanks for having me. you been doing any wrestling?
3: Uh, just getting back to it. Just getting back to it. Uh, we have our first Titanic wrestling show since just before the the pandemic started coming up this Sunday.
2: uh, Titanic wrestling show. Titanic that's no that, tempting
1: fatal you but putting the word Titanic in there. <laughs> It'll go down well,
2: I'm sure. <laughs> It'll go down well. You know what?
3: The, these were all thoughts that I bandied about when I first heard that that's what the uh, the promotion was was going to be called. But uh we're gonna I think the, the, the plan is to try and you know turn that around. You know, there's there's so much in Belfast that is steeped in sort of morbid tourism. You know, you've got Titanic, you know, going up the floor. Yeah, because the Titanic
2: Shackle, was an her. Irish ship, right? It was an Irish ship. Yep. So uh, why, did not, you know, he, mate, why did you not know make? Why did you not make it right? What's that why did yeah. the Irish not make it right? It was all right when it left. Is the the time? <laughs> that's what Workies <laughs> always say. That's what Warke's always say. <laughs> it was all right when it when it left us, mate. So that, that's pretty work. much the, the
3: slogan at the the Titanic Center, of, like the the big uh, museum. And that it was all right when it left here. It was just when it <laughs> hit the iceberg, it was fucked. <laughs> right. Who, so, what have you got a match then on this big show? So on the show this weekend, uh, we have uh, we get two tournaments running. So the tournament that I was hoping to be involved in, uh, which was for the the brand new Titanic Wrestling Championship, uh, I get patched for that. Uh, oh. But I am in the Titanic Tag Team Gauntlet Championship. Nice. However, I'm still without a tag team partner. Uh so I've yeah, I've had words with
2: the I've Here had with the guys to I see if I've been can... working out, man. I've I've been working out. I'm ready to go. Uh, listen, I'm not having you fucking coming on here and promoting a wrestling show When Chris Toll's sitting here for ICW Do you have oh. any, is there any shows for ICW coming up this weekend, Chris?
0: Funny funny you should say that, Rob Aye, uh, we've got a we've got our first fight club in front of the fans this Sunday um, Tickets sold out in under 20 minutes So it's going to be a packed full house and I cannot fucking wait
2: Chris, is your mob's ticket sold out yet?
0: Uh, we're
3: getting close to it, we're getting close to it uh, I don't know what the, the exact numbers are, but uh, the centre we're using, it's a, a community centre up in East Belfast, uh, Conswater Community Centre we're using. Last show we had there was done about 100, 150. Uh, obviously, with social distancing and stuff, I think we're on course for about the same. So, so aye, uh all,
2: all going well. How can
3: people, if, people get, get tickets if,
2: if people wanted to get tickets?
3: Uh, they can get them at... Uh, the, the show is called Slamdemic. Uh, LAUGHTER so, uh so the, the ticket link I think is uh dot uk for anybody that wants to get their tickets there. I think it's eight pounds fifty per adult family ticket for twenty five quid, two adults, two kids. So it's a family uh, and, show? It's a family show. Family show, family show, yep. Uh, and I think if there's any walk up availability on the day, that'll be there as well. But we're hoping that we'll get a sell out so we don't need that.
1: Chris, I'm I'm looking at some of the wrestlers. I'm looking down the card just so as we speak. Talk me through sticky. Who's got the bottle, of bucky, and a, a, a tracksuit here? Talk me through this wrestler, Sticky.
3: So Sticky, the, the Holy Land's blonde, uh, he is uh, a guy that's been playing with us at Titanic since the very beginning. Now, a lot of the guys that are on the card, uh, it, this will it. maybe be, only be our first or second uh, show. So the last show we had, Sticky was part of a tag team called Mystery Disco. Uh, there were <laughs> a couple of wee ravers. Uh, but his tag team partners and uh, no back to training uh, since the since we get back at it. So he's he's going out and he's his own his tag team partners did.
0: So tell me did. tell me this, tell me this, Chris, did he message the wee man and ask him if he could use his gimmick?
3: Uh, I don't know. I do not think he did, <laughs> uh, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I think he's, he's he's still in a wee bit for uh, the wee man, a wee bit for Davey Davey, a wee bit for uh, Stoner Dan. For I down see, in Phoenix you'll, wrestling, you'll, as never, as
0: you'll well. never find an original wrestling gimmick nowadays, mate. Don't worry about that. Wait a minute, Don't uh, say that, Chris. Your your
2: gimmick's quite original, I would say.
0: I am the only I'm the only dwarf in wrestling history that's not, that's been used as a serious. No, gimmick. mate. I was not meaning you, Chris. <laughs> I was meaning Chris. Chris, <laughs> Chris <laughs> it
2: wasn't fucking <laughs> original.
0: Chris, it's hey, is yeah, quite he's original. you.
3: Well, that, that's that's what I've been told. You know, I, I'm in there as uh, Kirk Cooper, the, the headline maker, uh, is my, my gimmick name. I'm a, a dirt sheet journalist with my own podcast that likes to rile everybody up. And, uh, you know, I've been been getting it at a lot of folk. You know, they've they've been knocking me back to be my tag team partner, even though I've been putting them over in my podcast for the last year and a half, keeping them relevant, keeping the company relevant. But uh, for whatever reason, they don't want to tag with me. So, uh, sorry. That's well, because uh, you're a
2: dark sheet, right? You're right. Nobody wants to
3: associate you. That's, that, that's all I can put it down to. You know, I, I'm untrustworthy. Um, I, I'm maybe I'll be a wee bit too honest with some of them, uh, which they can't handle. But you know, when it comes to when it comes to Sunday, uh, I'm sure they will uh, stick their hand up and say, Look, I want to be a tag team champion
2: with you, talk? Right, um, but I want, I want to talk through on. this here, right? So we've got uh, Sky James and we Enzo. Yep. Um Titanic Tag Team Championship. We've got a, uh, well, they there's sticky there. I'm seeing sticky. Titanic Championship, Mila Grace. Miley Grace, yep. She's, uh, I'm
3: quite angry that I know, uh, like, she's took my spot in the actual championship tournament. Uh, the last show that we had, she embarrassed me something rotten. What is it, a mixed? Like,
2: is
3: it, can uh, 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 you for
0: anything?
3: Yep. So the, the tag team title tournament, it's it's uh, intergender, as is the, the main championship tournament as well. Uh, so we're giving everybody a chance to to show what they can do against oh, we got to.
0: Uh, just tell me this one, do you still have a women's championship?
3: Uh, we do not at the moment, uh, but oh. I think that's more down to the lack of uh, females we've got within the, the school at the moment. Certainly, I think one thing... Open- uh, is
0: it is a company, is it a school-based company? Is it like... Is this yeah, like, a, like a school show? Can I think, I Yeah,
3: so we, we've got the school. We've got guys uh, and, and folk coming up for, for down south as well uh, to sort of fill out the, the card as well. But I think once things are a wee bit more open up, uh, we'll, we'll get a lot more of, uh, women uh, interested in, in coming in and performing with us. Certainly in the past, uh, uh, when... Pro Wrestling Ulster was up and running uh, with quite a vibrant tag team, uh, sorry, women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, just the way, the way things are, the now we've not really we managed to, to build on that as yet. What's yes. the deal? with, what, sorry, what's the deal?
2: with missed a small package, Phil Boyd.
3: <laughs> Mr. small <laughs> package, Phil Boyd. Phil Boyd is a legend of Irish wrestling. So he runs uh, Fight Factory Pro Wrestling down in Dublin, right. which was the the former school of uh, Finn Balor, Fergal Devitt. Ah. Uh, he, that he used to run. Uh, so Phil uh, Phil is like loyalty and Phil and the the guy he's tagging with uh, on on Sunday Justy they are uh, I love love Justy he's he's brilliant he's absolutely brilliant Uh, but
2: see Mr Small Package right Mm -hmm. does he as the deal is he can get you in a small package a lot is that the deal that's pretty much it yep I I like that I like that kind of thing I like that kind of thing Watch so fucking watch yourself, because like he'll fucking roll you up, this guy. He'll fucking exactly.
0: small, package he'll small package your life, are
2: you? <laughs> <laughs> I like that, because it's like, I think that's quite a good gimmick, isn't it? It's like Mr. Small Package is almost like you can fight anybody. You know what I mean? You fight fucking anybody. You know, watch yourself with Mr. Small Package, because you will fucking, you know what I mean? He will small so, package He will small package <laughs> but That's it. That's what I've been
3: training for. I've been making sure that I kind of get caught in it uh, for the last You know what? That's something
0: as well. Nobody ever... Specializes in a move anymore, don't oh, they?
2: Oh, true. Very true.
0: I'd be you know Mr. I mean? Sunset
2: Flip. I would be
0: <laughs> Mr. I would Sun- be, Sunset I'd be Mr. Shin Kick.
1: Glad <laughs> <laughs> to see Chris. I'm just looking down the card again. That Aya Cats Championship. That belt is fucking phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Have so you seen? Have you seen, uh, the, have you
1: seen? the belt Rob? Look at the Aya Cats Championship belt. It is unbelievable.
0: Oh, this is, is that... it, t- Titanic wrestling. I don't know if you look at this. Yep. So that's that's not actually our belt.
3: That's a belt from a company over in France. That uh, one of our coaches, former WWE UK WWE UK star Tucker. Uh, oh, he he is the current IA I Catch uh, wrestling champion.
0: How do you
1: spell that? I, I catch is IAC I-A-C? A-Y-A, Chris. Ayacatch, Catch as in not catch a yeah. ball. But I, I've just I just saw it there. The uh, uh, did you see it? it? Where did you see it? It's on that uh, on the Eventbrite uh, page for Titanic uh, Wrestling. Uh, and if anyone's listening, go and check out this belt for all the oh, belt marks out so there. Is and incredible. check it, check out the
3: Titanic Championship belt as well. It is absolutely lovely. Big green strap, big gold face on it. It's got, Oh, I uh, see it.
1: Aye, that's a belter as well. Jeez.
3: the side the side plates on it as well. It's got uh, Samson and Goliath, the big yellow cranes that you see in the, the Belfast skyline. It's got that there, then Mussenden Temple, which are another like really big uh tourist attraction over here with the uh, the Giants Cosby kind of pattern on it as well. Absolutely stunning, stunning belt. Absolutely I can find a picture it. of his
2: belt and it's there my fucking he done.
0: I've found it. It's <laughs> got a big ego on it, yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, anyway, mate, that's really exciting that you're getting back. They're getting back to the wrestling. Can you tell me this? Do you know who the current reigning NWA UK champion is?
3: Uh I do not, but Mr. Small Package, the very, the very first show I went to when I was starting training over here with, with PWU, the headline match on that show was Mr. Small Package against Nick Aldis for wow. the
2: £10 of gold. There you go. There you go. Well, I'll tell you that current reigning NWA UK champion is Conscience.
0: Is I Conscience think... still got the belt?
2: Conscience is still... Never lost it. He's still the NWA UK champion. So I want you to take that away so when when your show is happening at the weekend, just remember that that strap is still on Conscience's waist, right? OK, Chris, thanks so much for coming yeah. on. It's been so good to see you. I hope you get a a full sold out hoose. And it's just great, man. we are all getting back in the ring, mate. Congratulations to you.
0: All the best for the show on Sunday, Chris. I hope it goes well, mate. Ah, cheers. Hey, catch you later, my man. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. You just made the list!
2: Every move you make Every bump you take Every single week Every time you speak We'll be listing you Talking about the list of wrestling daft that John made me sing that there It's time mm-hmm. for the list of wrestling daft You can vote for what you want us to talk about By joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft Last week's four time losing nomination The best ECW champions Nobody cares about ECW anymore was once again up and it was against the best feuds for CM Punk and AEW and with 75% of the vote, it was the best CM Punk feuds that won. Oh. So I'm going to list my top three um, favourite ideal CM Punk feuds. I have deliberately decided to eliminate anybody who isn't in the company yet, right? Um,
0: I did not know that this was going to be the question and I've already got my answers because I've been thinking about this so bloody much.
2: I'm very curious to see whether there'll be any um any connection between us here, right?
0: I think now, I think our number one's gonna be the same.
2: No, are we oh um, I don't know if it's gonna be true. No, are we eliminating we're eliminating Darby Allen for this, right? Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll take we'll take Darby Allen out because that's happening. Right, okay. So if we take if we take Darby
2: Allen out, then my number three. Is going to be um, a very well. It's going to it's, it's going to be Kenny Omega as my number three, right? No, that he might be a lot of people's number one. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people no. there's number one. Um, I think Kenny Omega is great. Uh, I think their match is one that ultimately we're we're going to have to see. We're going to want to see. I think Punk is going to want to be in the ring with that guy. Um, and I think it will be. It will be the perfect kind of uh, the per- perfect kind of feud, I think, for CM Punk. A guy like Kenny Omega, who, in the time that CM Punk has been out, the kind of people that were anti-CM Punk thought that Kenny Omega was the best in the world.
0: Aye,
2: you know what I mean. So that that's where it is. That you know, that's where the feud is. So it's a natural feud. It's an easy one. to say is my number three. Uh, my number two. I'll just move on really quick. And this is a personal want of mine more than anything else more than it making sense or anything like that but I would love to see a feud between CM Punk and Ricky Starks
0: oh he's in my list
2: no I am a huge fan of Ricky Starks and I've been a huge fan of Ricky Starks ever since he was on NWA Power I remember saying to you John "Was well, this boy he's going to be a fucking star man yep. he's brilliant he's brilliant on the mic he's this cocky young guy He's and he's the kind the reason why I think that feud would work is in real life, he's the kind of guy I imagine, like the kind of, what the, the image that he projects, Ricky starts is the kind of guy that a CM Punk hates. That kind of guy. So again, it's another natural feud, it feels like for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My number one, though, <laughs> would be Hangman Page, would be my number one, right? And I'll tell you why. It's not so much a feud, but I've been thinking a lot about that's a beautiful story that AEW have told about Hangman Page, which a lot of it is about his self worth yeah. and about whether he's good enough, whether he's good enough to take on <coughs> a Kenny Omega and beat a Kenny Omega. That's what his story has been for a long time. And for a long time, people have thought to themselves, well, what is the end of that story? Surely the end of that story is going to be finally he beats Kenny Omega, right? But maybe the natural end of the story is near that. Maybe the natural end of the story for Hangman Page is for him beating the best in the world, one, two, three, in the middle of the ring.
0: That would be nice.
2: For CM Punk. For CM, And I think this is the type of where CM Punk is in his career just now. I think it's the type of thing that CM Punk would do. He would shake that guy's horn and he would say, you are the best in the world. You're the best in the world. And I think that's how you would pay off this beautiful story of the Told You Hangman page. I kind of feel almost like just beating Kenny Omega is now isn't enough. You know what I mean? Because we've just seen Christian there. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like almost isn't enough. So my number one would be, let's see Hangman Page come back once he's had his wee break. Let's get that cowboy back. Let's get him in the ring with CM Punk. Let's see Hangman Page become no just the guy that, you know, no just find out that he has he has the potential to be the guy that he's always doubted he would be able to be, but let's find out that he's actually acknowledged as the best in the world for, for a guy like CM Punk. That would be beautiful for me. Chris, what are you thinking?
0: Right, I'll just go through mine quickly. Right, uh, f- number three um, was Eddie Kingston. Oof. Now, now purely for the promos. Could you oh. imagine the promos? Oh yeah, yeah. Them? Right. Um, number two was Ricky Starks. Beautiful. Same place as well. Same spot. Yep. And number one for me was MGF because, fuck's sake. Could, could you imagine it? Honestly, could you imagine it? It would be it would be tremendous. It, he's not my favourite performer in the ring, MGF, but I think the way that he can build a match is tremendous. You know, what I mean, it would be like him, like CM Punk versus Jericho times ten, see what they've done before.
2: But this is the beautiful spot that AEW are in because I yeah. would watch, I would watch all of them. I know, I would love all of them. You know what I mean? We, we took Darby Allen out of the top three, out aye. of the list, but that's you know he would have been in. What you about Jungle
0: know? Boy?
1: What about Jungle Boy?
0: Jungle Boy, you've got uh, Malachi Black.
1: Oh, Malachi, Malachi Black, I of course. Uh, you've got
0: even even Ambrose, although they've done it before, they've never done a one on one.
1: You don't want you don't want Punk in there with Big Miro. <laughs>
2: Fucking hell, man! You want Punk in there with him as well? You know what I mean? It's aye, like uh, you
0: want. Well, that's. My point about Eddie Kingston is is as well—he's that bit bigger than Punk as well, you know. And it's kind of he could wrestle the whole Ring of Honor style with him, and the fans would get to see what he can really do, man. It would be. uh, The
2: the only—the only one I I get doubts about is I think him and Moxley might be a bit of a mismatch. I kind of—I keep trying to visualise it, Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of thinking myself I don't know—I don't know if that's the right fit. But there's just there's just so many spots they could put him in.
0: And then you've also got... You've got him going up against different styles as well. I mean, we've mm-hmm. never really seen him going up against, like, your luchadors or anything in WWE. No. You know what I mean? So you've got your Ray Phoenixes. You've got... Um, what did you call the young guy that came through on Dark a couple of weeks ago and had the match with... We uh, Was it Miro he had the match with for the...
2: Oh, aye. What's uh, his name? It
0: um, was that young guy. That guy was... Co- no, he wrestled Omega. In fact, he was fucking amazing. It was...
2: Uh, Alistair, Alistair Black as well, man, would
0: be well, that's, what man. I was, that's what I was saying, Malachi Black yes, I, I say to him, that would be There's just so many potential For one. Of a better phrase Five stars there, there really is, you know what I mean You can see Dave Meltzer sitting at his computer Ripping the heat clean fucking off it <laughs> when on, when, <laughs> and, if, on and if Daniel badges. Bryan
2: is coming in If Daniel Bryan is coming in you've You've got all that again
0: Aye, and you've got Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk with the handcuffs off. Oh my god!
2: I mean, oh my god! Anyway, let's see what the punters are saying. Matthew says CM Punk's best feud: the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. All right, wait a minute. Hold on. Right, so some people have get confused, and uh, uh, John, uh, have I get confused? Have I? Get no,
1: confused? I, th- I think actually. Remember, you said a few weeks ago, Rab <sighs> about. Uh, Matthew I think is getting Because you said What's stopping the Undertaker Turn up in AEW What I is know. stopping him and So I think that's what Matthew Would love to see happen Is the Undertaker Turn up in AEW in fucking... that I've been
2: saying this all along, Chris I've always been saying Why would you know Just see if See when Sting finally Goes he's going to hang up His boots Why would you know Fucking bring Undertaker In for one match One fucking just, one Just a, just a one off One gimmicky fucking match Taker and Sting man It would be It would be the biggest Fucking thing you know what you I mean, and there's nothing like a happen. graveyard, like a graveyard
0: match, but the yeah, two of them end up something. getting buried at the end. Yeah,
2: even something we, you know, we, we had Darby Allen in the mix as well, or a fucking, you know, what I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, M- Mordecai
0: <laughs> <laughs> get
2: them on conscience,
0: get conscience in right?
2: <laughs> um, Steve make, make
0: it for the NWA UK <laughs> Championship.
2: Hey, well, they we need to talk to me and Grady One Billy about that first. Billy, Corgan. okay. Um, Stevie <laughs> says, best goods for Punk, Darby Allen, John Moxley. Eddie Kingston, but the best one surely would be NGF. Just imagine oh, the promos. Paul says best feuds for Punk. Um, Kenta. He's saying. We don't
0: that's need to bring that, That's just because of both of them do, the, they go right. to sleep.
2: We, we don't need to, you know.
0: Oh, sorry, but that's that's actually brought back something to me as well. He'll be able to use the Pepsi Plunge in e- e- w. It'll be
2: interesting. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see... How he wrestles winter I'm really interested About this first match Because
0: Looking looking back at how He used to wrestle Before WWE They stripped him Of the Pepsi plunge Because he deemed it Too dangerous I See know. when AEW Are letting people Do Canadian destroyers after of folks' shoulders yep, Then yep. the Pepsi plunge Is nothing So I think he'll be Using that as his finisher And I can't wait To see that again man. That's oh,
2: going to be Fucking interesting But you know and, and Particularly when In his promo He basically kind of Deleted his WWE career You know what I mean He basically mm. said you know, this is me back in the wrestling game. This is me back to who I was in Ring of Honor. Which Tony
0: Tony Khan he said in the in the uh, the press conference as well. If you want to make artists, you don't make them all draw the same pictures. Aye, aye. that's what a, I mean?
1: That's a beautiful analogy, is isn't it?
0: Aye, exactly.
2: Um, Mark says his last singles match at the WWE was against Billy Gunn, so get it started up again, Mister Ass versus Mister Sass, It's what we've waited seven years for. <laughs> John says Colt Cabana. <sighs> History and story is there, maybe. He's want to see that. Eddie Kingston, the promos, Kenny Omega, dream match. He's a gobbledygooker, says Reckney would be an utter magic weight pack.
0: Oh, fucking hell, man.
2: Yep. would also love to see Punk and Danielson join forces with Jericho to take on the Bucks and Omega could call themselves the brass ring. Craig says, I'd love to see him work with John Moxley and as everyone else is saying, MGF. The Marillion says, Adam Page, title contenders, gets to be the alcohol smelling cowboy against the straight edger that Austin versus Punk never got to be. Nectone 14 says, no sure who, but it has to be involved in one of the zombie lumberjack matches <laughs> <laughs> Woo! now listen there's loads more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft get bonus episodes extra content get involved with in our community come in on the run-ins and all that up the other new Maraview Rampage and SummerSlam best way to get involved is to sign up to one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and we promise much more content coming soon. So if you fancy that, and becoming one of our patrons and helping out the show and keeping it going, this is the hangies are keeping it going just with a small wee bit of money every month. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestlingdaff as we'd love to welcome you to the roster. Now we all like a good yarn, a good tail and wrestlers are no different and that's why we imagine we're wrestlers on the way back to a show trying to pop one another. So, Chris let's get in the car And see what happens Now remember before we go any further This is a story that our listeners sent in right So don't end Chris's career it's This bad. is a, a very good career So don't. let's get in the car Start the car Sound effects So I'm sure that Chris eh? We Titanic pro match there
0: But I tell you what It reminds me of another time Rob Let me tell you Me and my mates had been planning a trip to Thailand for a while Uh huh we're all kickboxers, and for most of us it would have been our first experience of training in the land of Thai boxing. Some of the lads had been before, and upon hearing about their previous experiences, I get the impression that this would be more than just a trip for training. Mm. Fresh off the plane, my suspicions were confirmed, two of the lads said, we should just throw our bags under him and go straight for a soapy. After hearing of what this entailed, I happily obliged.
2: Hold what did you say that uh, Go for a what?
0: go straight for a soapy. Right, now I have seemed to have forgotten what a soapy is. Now I that it. I'm, now that I'm it's telling been a you long this.
2: time since I've heard that, that uh, term by the way.
0: Um, a soapy, I don't know, I don't know where it is, right. but I, that's what they said. So I pretended I knew where it was and I thought I'd best go along for the act anyway. So we get a taxi at the destination and once through the doors, I couldn't believe my eyes, I was rose girl's with numbers on them. And it was up to us to pick who we'd like to choose for a massage. It was like the scene for Rush hour two. <laughs> I had a Fucking weirdest fucking reference. Uh, nah, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a thing for most at this time. So I picked a woman who must have been in her late thirties, early forties. The lady guided me to what would best be described as a fancy wet room.
2: Chris, I had any idea you were in asking kind stuff.
0: I said, see what goes on behind closed doors, wraps, don't worry I anxiously took off my boxer shorts as this was the first time during adulthood that my mediocre flaccid penis had been in the presence of a woman. (laughs) She got naked too and she had me lie down on an inflated lilo. She then poured a bucket of soapy water on me, all over me and started to slide up and down my body. It was a surreal experience, I won't lie, relaxing, somewhat, perverted, absolutely. Once. Once the soap was washed off, she pointed to a bed which was conveniently in the other corner of the room. She asked if I would like Boom Boom, which I could only assume was a good thing, so she says, Hi Baron, i I up for some Boom Boom. <laughs> Five minutes later, and it had officially happened, I'd lost my virginity. I left the lady a generous tip, took her number for future reference and headed back to the bar in here, hoping that I wasn't the first one back. To my surprise, one of the other lads was already there, which gave me a bit more confidence in my performance. Knowing that I was the youngest of the group, he asked it if it was my first time. I played the cool and said, "Nah, man." Although looking back, I'm pretty sure he didn't believe me. It turns out two of the other lads had taken had taken their girls numbers too. Uh, had taken their girl too. Uh, We couldn't remember their names, so saved them on one phone under the alias Soapy One, Soapy Two, and Soapy Three. Two days later. The lads wanted to get the girls round your hotel. Now, me being an experienced shagger, I'd already started spreading my seed elsewhere, so I wasn't too arsed about paying for the MILF again. My mates decided to uh, then get their girls round. Oh, so
2: it, so Yes. This is fucking outrageous. Right, sorry, carry on, Chris. It's, I mean, we've got careers to think about, John. And mean, oh, he, he's he's took... Grado's half this week, right, and he's went, fuck it, we'll, we'll ruin Robin Chris's careers. <laughs> right, so carry on, Chris.
0: Right, so. My mates decided to get their girls round, Soapy 1 and Soapy 2. Time passed and there was soon a knock on the door. To my surprise there stood the woman who had taken away my innocence, as well as one of the other ladies. I hadn't budgeted another night well, so panicked and just dropped to the floor like a coward. Hiding behind the bed, it was apparent she had already seen me at this point as I heard, Joe, why are you doing that? After my mates explained the miscommunication, they had gotten Soapy 1 and Soapy 3 mixed up there met with some resistance for the ladies who weren't happy about the wasted journey. My mates took a chance of an angry pimp turning up at her door and told them to fuck off. Thinking that they would left, I finally veered my pathetic, curly head over the bed, only to see the now infamous soapy three staring the hole through me, right through my soul, before leaving. As good as the trip turned out to be, that look of anger and disappointment is gonna haunt me forever bro.
2: I wish you could see my face.
0: <laughs> I mean, Do you know, I, I, I see when we ask for these road trips, we don't want erotic fiction.
2: And with I mean, it wasn't even there wasn't even like a funny twist or you new. Know, John's the guy. John, you would never bring stuff like this to George Bowie. Well, this is again. You would never fucking bring
0: stuff right, like this to Fred Macaulay. I've been right. stitched up. I ain't Gredos those. Fucking sitting in Right, so
1: you, I'm confused again. So last week, I think it was the week before last, you wanted to people to get in touch who had murdered the man and and, <laughs> and, and, right. and and held and held prostitutes underneath their nail bar in Glasgow. This you is can what I, the, the crime was on, for. But a guy just
2: having an experience where he, he goes on holiday and, and goes to some sauna is no
1: that's not a fucking there was a miscommunication. It was a bit of a, a mix-up, you know. It was a bit of, you know, like even,
2: they, 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 they they had objectified and degraded these like, these women to such an extent that they just gave them a fucking number. They didn't even they, they, they didn't even make a point of learning the fucking names. That was disappointing. I have to say that
1: that was you know, quite uh, disappointing. From Joe. it uh,
0: has, uh, has been a bit of a, a strange one, but is any arrestee's got a me <laughs>
2: fucking hell if you have a wrestling daft road story it doesn't have to be any day with wrestling remember it doesn't have to be anything about fucking going to saunas, isn't that either um, just a funny story about your life little poppers. pop is remember our careers know that right we're reading a suit. it feels like some kind of fucking narrative jackass we're doing here doing this stuff go <laughs> put the DM on Twitter at wrestling daft or on the Facebook page and you know there's nothing fucking funny or shameful about sex work either let's remember that let's put that out there right that's it for wrestling daft please Rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us and wherever you get your podcasts. Mind, for more content, loads this week. video version of the show. Get on board, patreon.com forward slash Daft, And why not check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestlingdaft. We
1: need to listen to the week. Listen to the week. Hold on,
2: hold on. Hold on. Before listening to the week, right? Chris Toll joined yes. us this week on the show. And it's always a great show when Chris is on. It's always a good, in-depth conversation about the wrestling. Because Chris knows his stuff, man. Chris knows his stuff. It's different from when you're doing it at Grado and you're like, Grado's, Grado's like, who's MJF? Not it. It's it's different when you're doing it with Chris, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, Chris, thanks so much for coming on. Total
0: Pro. Thank you very much for having me again.
2: And remember, you can catch Chris on Football Daft, you can catch him on Celtic Daft, you can catch him at ICW, you can catch him on the so- WWE Network, you can catch him on BBC Scott Squad, you can catch him fucking everywhere.
0: But my favourite place where you can catch me is my movie podcast.
1: Oh, here's the plugs. The
0: Great, the great Scott Cinema Club. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you, you'll what know the What is this? It's me and my mate, we just do a movie podcast, uh, uh, one episode a month, and we cover a, a specific year. And we weeks. can just get it wherever we get our podcasts. Right. Same places you get wrestling after and all It's called The Great Scott Cinema Club. We won T because we're Scottish.
2: Excellent, amazing. Uh, and Listener of the Week, I think, has got to be who would be the Listener of the Week? Um, let me think. Who would be? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Thailand Joe. Anyway. No, no. <laughs> what about uh, what about Neil Farghine? Is that riddle? Aye. Because he stumped us. He stumped he us. Done. Let's get to the stump on Neil. Thanks so much for that riddle. and Remember to on that people. At uh, the hole in the ground, brimming with water, with a hooked ear of corn. I am covered in oil. And sizzling in a pan. Who am I? <laughs> That's it, Chris. Up the road.